everybody listening. It's your boy Ryan, and I'm here with my boy Travis. As always, it's your host and your co-host for Trying to Function. Today, we're going to be talking about the differences between influence and reach, and how these two concepts can be integrated to create a successful marketing strategy. Um, what do you think about that, Travis? That's pretty interesting topic uh do you know i was gonna go that way towards the marketing route (laughs) not really uh we we just kind of talked about it a little bit uh, earlier uh wasn't really thinking about the marketing route and what i was going towards but i mean it's it's definitely something that people would get confused quite a lot well first let's start with some definitions uh so reach Reach refers to the number of people who see or hear your content. Uh, It's essentially a measure of how many people you're able to reach with your message. On the other hand, influence refers to the ability to affect someone's opinion or behavior. It's about the impact you have on your audience and how much they trust and respect you. So what's the difference between the two? While reach is important for getting your message out to as many people as possible, influence is what drives action, right? So you can have a huge reach, but if your audience doesn't trust or respect you, they're not going to be influenced by what you have to say. Conversely, you can have a smaller reach, but if your audience sees you as an authority in your field, they're more likely to take action based on your recommendations. And let me break that down real quick. So, you know, you can be one of these sellouts on social media. You know, I like to call them brand whores. Um, basically, companies reach out and they're like, hey, we want to sponsor you. And really, they don't want to sponsor you. They want to give you an affiliate code that they give everybody so their brand can make more money. They give you a little discount code. You make a little bit of commission or whatever. But I mean, essentially, you're not sponsored, right? A sponsorship is you getting paid by the company or free product, right? Like an endorsement. And me, on the other hand, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not big at all, you know, like by any means on any platform. But what I say is impactful to the people that follow me and support me, you know, so if I get behind a product and I start showing it off to people, they're more inclined to check out that product because I'm not a brand whore. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm on this product. I'm on this product. I'm on this product. You know, like I could be sponsored by five different energy drink companies, but I choose not to. Why? Because my word's not going to have as much merit when I go to try to promote something using my influence or my reach you know like using my influence in my reach so did you want to interject on anything before i continue real quick um no not really um the i I definitely have to agree with that part like there's there's a lot of things that you've told me about that you're just like i'm gonna gonna try it first and then i'll let you know how it is (laughs) Um, I've, I've done that with a few things as well. Like I'm not sponsored by anybody by, by any means, but I mean, I've definitely gotten affiliated with a few companies, but nothing that I'd say I've been able to make any money off of really. Well, see, and I'm not saying, you know, like being an affiliate as opposed to being sponsored is bad. It's just, there's a difference. You know, and these companies don't really say that when they're reaching out to people. They're just saying, hey, we want to sponsor you. And it's like, oh, they want to sponsor me. But it's really like they want everybody to be be an affiliate. 
Um, sorry if I sound a little jittery. It's like 2.55, almost 3 o'clock in the morning for me. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning for tra <coughs> for Travis. I was drinking some G Fuel earlier to try to get some pep in my step, but it just kind of messed my stomach up a little bit, so I'm drinking some water now. But um, I want to talk about how uh, influence and reach, how these two concepts can be integrated. Let me take a sip of my water real quick. <sighs> Oh, it's refreshing. Make sure you guys drink your water. Okay, so ideally, you want to have both a large reach and a high level of influence, obviously. <clears throat> this can be achieved by creating high-quality content that resonates with your audience and by building relationships with your followers. So what I mean by that is, you know, like, when you go onto Twitter and you're posting things like you're going live on this streaming platform or you want people to check this out, your feed needs to be authentic tweets as well, genuine content, not just shit posting all the time or copy and pasting the same tweet all the time. It needs to be authentic, otherwise people aren't gonna really wanna follow you. You know, it's I, I've heard this plenty of times, you know, like if your feed is nothing but going live tweets, you're unfollowed. Why? Because I mean I get notifications when people go live. You know, I don't need to see somebody's whole Twitter feed be that. Like, if I follow you on Twitter, I want to know what you're up to. I want to know, you know, like, why why you're tweeting. You know, like, when you tweet, it should be... When, when Twitter first came out, people were tweeting about everything. Like, what they eat. You know, like, they're taking a shit. You know, like, <clears throat> it was literally, you're tweeting moments of your day. And so, if your Twitter feed is literally just the same thing over and over, and there's no diversity in your tweets, there's no real reason to follow you. I see one tweet, I've seen them all. You know, so <clears throat> that's what it means by, you know, like high quality content. It doesn't necessarily need to generate a lot of impressions, but it needs to be authentic. You know, so by consistently sharing valuable information, engaging with your audience and positioning yourself as an expert in your field, you can build both reach and influence over time. And an expert in your field doesn't mean a professional. You know, it just means somebody that knows what, the, knows what they're doing. You know, so like I've been gaming and streaming for a long time. I'm going to use this as another example because it's easy. Um, but, you know, like being a streamer, you don't just hit, go live, you know, and play a video game. You know, you have to be able to keep up with your chat. If your chat starts talking, you have to be engaging. You know, you want to be interesting. You have to take your stream content, make short form and long form content out of it. You know, like post VODs on YouTube. Post short clips on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, you know, like <clears throat> getting reach from all of these different platforms and integrating that into what you're doing is going to build your overall reach and influence. Sorry, I had to take a cough there. My throat's getting dry. Travis, take it away. <clears throat> I've, I've been streaming for, what, give or take eight years now? Kind of off and on, had a few bumps in the road and everything. Um, but as of right now, you know, I'm not, I don't have a big following anymore. I've been back and forth between a lot of different platforms and trying to get that reach is difficult. Um, but if you're able to get that influence on those, you know, few people that, you know, come into your community, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever kind of community that you are running uh they're more likely to spread the word and bring you know their friends or family into that 
community or you know stream videos whatever it may or may not be um and they'll be able to spread the word and you'll be able to get a farther outreach to influence people per se uh there's i wouldn't really say there's too many easy ways to do this it's definitely something that takes time and a lot of people think it's going to be like an overnight thing you know it's like oh well why didn't i get thousands of views on this when this person this person the same thing it's just like it's you don't have the same you know influence on those people inside you know your community or whatnot um i definitely kind of fell into that whole category of just tweeting out the same go live tweet over and over again <laughs> so that's probably why i never really got a lot of people from Twitter or a lot of unfollows per se. Uh, I had I had one point, maybe like a hundred or so, and it's dropped down tremendously. <laughs> you can change that though, you know. Like you can always turn that around, you know. So just changing your content up, you know, and um, what I said earlier with engaging with your audience, you know, that doesn't just apply for streaming, but for Twitter also. You know, like say, like in the morning, dude. So I post a good morning post. You know, throughout the day, I'll post like two or three, you know, like maybe how I feel about the market or, you know, like what's going on with my project, things like that. And then, you know, I'll make a good night post at night, you know, or something like that. Or if you're still up, you're a hustler, you know, some shit like that. <clears throat> and if somebody, one person, one person comments on it, I comment back. I like their comment. You know, I engage with them because that keeps them engaging on your tweet. And then other people are going to see it and other people are going to get involved as well. Oh, this person's saying good morning. Let me say good morning back to them. You know, like now my good morning posts hit, you know, anywhere from 300 to 800 impressions. You know, and that's freaking crazy because I barely have <clears throat> like 1,700 followers, you know, on the project account. So that's, you know, engaging with your audience is super important. You don't want to be just some fucking robot where your whole life is automated. You know, even if you're posting quality content, if you're not engaging with your audience, you're not going to keep that retention of your audience. You know, so additionally, you can leverage the influence of others by partnering, you know, like, so like you, you know, me and you, we're both gamers and streamers. You know, I can, I can put you up, you know, when you're streaming, you put me up when I'm streaming. And, you know, when I'm in your stream talking, people that are watching your stream will see me. And that's how we network, you know, like. I go, hey, check out, you know, Travis's stream. You go, hey, check out Ryan's stream, you know, and we're using each other's reach to help grow each other, you know, to help grow with each other. Uh, sorry if I sound like I'm rambling. Like I said, it's like, freaking, oh, what time is it? Oh, no, it's only 1.30. I was looking at a screenshot. So, yeah, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I haven't slept, you guys. You know, it's been a long night. Um, Diablo 4 had their server slam. I'm going to get really geeky real quick. Um, I had hyped up a 24-hour stream that I was going to do, and uh, I had started it, right? So 20 minutes into my 24-hour stream, Diablo 4 Service Lambs live, and my ISP goes out. You know, my internet service provider, just complete outage, not just where I live, but my whole neighborhood, my whole city, the whole surrounding cities, and across neighboring state lines, you know, like people in Arizona, people in Texas, like all these people were having outages, people across the world. It was terrible. And what time, what, what, what time did I get my internet back, Travis? Like, 
seven thirty or something, like eight o'clock maybe at night today. You know, so uh, I don't know, probably like forty hours. You know, of not having internet, and we were supposed to record this way earlier and get it out. So I haven't really slept. Um, I'm glad that you know, I Travis stayed up with me. He's a, it's a little later for him, so you know, he's grinding this out with me to get this out for you guys. So I really appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's been, it's about twelve hours later than we usually uh, record this or stream it at. So definitely yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty late for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's about networking to help build. You know, kind of like going back to like our first episode. You know, about the small communities. You got to be able to network to and talk to people to you know bring. Uh, some kind of audience that you want to either influence or, or reach out to and it is there's a big combination of a lot of things that will help you grow a market for whatever it may may be like uh, my mom's doing stuff for like uh, it's like fairy town something and they build little uh like mock-ups I don't, I don't i don't know like the can't remember the word for it like these little displays of like these little towns and shit i, I don't I know i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> i don't know what it's called but i know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah but like she she does that stuff and i mean it's she, she's struggling with it for sure and i've i'm trying to talk to her about you know networking and you know get getting the the name out there and she and she went to a few art shows here and there but it's it's still you know getting that reach to try and build that to start is the most difficult part and that's where people usually give up is because things are just too difficult or they're not going as quickly as they'd like it to be and it's all really about finding that little that that right hook hook bite and sinker i guess to be able to get, you know, your first couple of people to help spread the word and kind of free marketing, I suppose. You know, it's not about, you know, just word of mouth from you because you're the creator. You know, you got to be able to get other people to talk about it as well. Oh, were you stopping there? My bad, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had a cough. <laughs> oh, no, no worries. I didn't want to, like, you know, start going in and interrupt you if you were, like, yeah, for sure though. I I totally agree with that. And you know, kind of like getting this podcast going. Like I've I've spread the word through all, a bunch of my friends and family, and, and a few of them have spread the word as well. And I mean, how I don't even understand where half of these other people come from because I haven't even talked to that many people. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's you and me both, you know. And that's that's a great example is this podcast, you know. So. This podcast is going to grow, not just from, you know, like listeners, maybe sharing the podcast out, but, you know, like you sharing it out with your IRL friends and family and, you know, people you work with and stuff and me doing the same thing, us utilizing our social media reach to influence them to check out the podcast, you know, and so I think right now we have like 35 listeners, you know, and for our first month doing it brand new, you know, not really having a niche you know, listener audience that we're targeting, just kind of more of a broad scale. If you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy it. 
you know so if you enjoy it we appreciate it if you you know give us a review on spotify leave some leave some comments share it out with your friends definitely would help out for sure um another thing i wanted to add about you know like networking with other people is you know like you don't really need to network with other people to grow your reach so like say twitter twitter's a great example for this you know like you can follow big influential people um you know, and if they get a lot of if they get a lot of traction on their tweets, you know, like comment authentic stuff on the tweets. You know, like if somebody is showing something off like their artwork or maybe it's like some scenery or something and you think it looks really cool, like be authentic about it and comment it and like it, you know, and if they comment back, that's engagement, you know, and that's going to help your reach too. You know, if if LeBron James made a tweet, you know, and it was relevant to what I liked. And I was like, wow, dude, this is so awesome. You know, like it really sticks with me. And, you know, I put a thoughtful tweet out there. Even if LeBron James doesn't like the tweet, LeBron James's following is going to see my comment on his tweet, you know, and other people might resonate with it. And he's got a huge following. Now you're networking off of somebody else's reach, you know, and so you can really do this to grow your own social media reach to help your influence overall you know and if you're authentic you're gonna have influence you know like i have strong convictions i'm kind of a hard ass and i'm a little bit of a dick sometimes which is probably why i don't have a bigger following but the people that follow me are real ass people you know and i fuck with them 100 percent. you know everybody that i associate with i know has my back and i got their back i don't associate with fake people because i've spent my life dealing with fake people and weeding out you know through the bullshit and that's what you have to do you know and so when you're when you're building your your network up and you're building your reach up you really want to start thinking of this as like a business you know and this is where it comes into marketing because if like your you know you said your mom um right you said your mom yeah yeah okay so like you know if your mom were to start building up her social media presence it would give her more influence over the people that see her stuff in order to check out, you know, what she's doing. Like she could set up an Etsy shop. She could go on Facebook, you know, tell her friends about the Etsy shop. She could go on Twitter, post about it, throw some hashtags up, you know, to kind of categorize it into a relevant, you know, niche audience. And people would see it, you know, and even though it might be one person a week, that's one person a week more than that she did before because she wasn't using say that platform you know and so there's so many different outlets and avenues for people to you know expand their reach and try to grow that'll help you in so many different avenues you know like us with this podcast gamers streamers you know people that are doing youtube videos utilize social media utilize these networks of people that you have you know and be authentic about it Know, people like real real recognize real You'll, you've heard that before you're gonna hear it all your life real recognize real you know if you're fake people are gonna see that for sure i see it instantly just because i've spent my whole life dealing with people being fake to me so appreciate you travis for being a real one definitely one of the real ones right back at you with that one Yeah, man, it's it's only been about 20 minutes. I mean, that's really all I have um, on influence and reach. I mean, there's there's ways, you know, like we could talk about growth. You know, like if you're if you're looking to grow your reach, you know, like for Twitter, 
Um, like take my method, for example, do three tweets a day, a good morning post, one post in the middle of the day that is like a funny post or makes people answer a question or whatever. And then your good night post, you know, start with three posts a day. You do that on Twitter, your, your, your reach is going to start growing up. It, it is, it really is. You know, I started with maybe 50 to 100 impressions on my good morning posts. And now, like I said, they're like 300, dude, 300, 600, 800. It, it ranges, you know, it really depends on what time I do it. But, you know, like if it's in the morning, you do a good morning post. You don't, I mean, you don't do a good morning post at four o'clock in the afternoon. People are already, you know, coming home from work and stuff like that. So be a little more authentic about it. But I mean, you can schedule tweets out too, you know, like, there's there's programs to to automate things for you and if you're busy schedule shit out you know like i could schedule three tweets out in a day to post you know like when i want them to post or i can you know save them as drafts and like when i wake up i can go to my drafts and just post so i don't have to try to think first thing in the morning of what i want to post it's all ready to go um but yeah so that's you know that's for twitter um if you take a day off and you don't post on twitter you're going to get dropped from the algorithm and you need to go, I think, seven days. You need to make at least one tweet every 24 hours for seven days to start popping up more in the Twitter algorithm. That's how Twitter works. Instagram is different. Um, they keep changing. I try to stay on top of it. You know, like if you do your research, um, you can kind of see what the algorithm likes. You know, like for Twitter, they like likes and then retweets and then comments and then quote retweets. So quote retweets are the least favorite thing that Twitter likes, you know, but if you like something and you comment on something, that's, that's the best thing you can do on a tweet right there. You know, so even though I post, you know, my good morning post, I'll go through and I'll put good morning on 20 to 30 other people, good people's good morning posts, you know, and then their following is going to see my account and then I'm engaging and they're going to want to engage with me because I engage back, you know, and that's what it is. People don't want to be talking to brick walls, you know, that's you're not going to have any influence spending your whole time talking to a brick wall dude so i was on i was in a facebook group um kind of trying to figure out you know just like some pointers um on how to grow a new podcast right so i'm posting in this group i'm like anybody have any pointers for a new podcast obviously and dude went straight to you know like well what's your niche audience and i was like okay well not gonna really have a niche audience you know kind of more like a, a jre podcast you know if you like it you like it if you don't you don't if, like, if you like it share with your friends he was like jre i was like dude how are you gonna give podcast advice and you don't even know the joe rogan experience like it's one of the biggest podcasts out there you know and <laughs> that's like being in nfts and not knowing board ape yacht club you know like people that aren't even in nfts know what board ape yacht club is so i mean I think it starts it starts with a seed right we planted the seed and then we need people listening to it watering it sharing it and that's going to help it grow you know and we can do our best to keep providing that authentic high quality content for you guys you know and if you like it share it out so that's how we're going to help each other you know we're gonna talk about topics that you guys want us to talk about you know and you share us out with your friends so if you have anything that you want us to talk about that we haven't already, drop it in the comments. There's a section in the bottom of this episode on Spotify. You can there's a little Q and A section. You can put comments, feedback. 
you can review the podcast that helps too so oh man i'm really hungry actually <laughs> dude it's like so, 1 45 in the morning man yeah man it's 2 45 for me <laughs> <laughs> Super gig is and so I busy. even I even work today, bro. <laughs> I know you're a busy bee, man. Gotta you know gotta get that bread, bro. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna kind of you know flip the table a little bit, kind of using our name with a, like a kind of like a play on words, you know, trying to function and influence and stuff. So I I'll be honest, you know, I I get pretty easily influenced with irritation i guess uh, when people irritate me uh, <laughs> and uh, it's kind of just like a you know life lesson here um don't let people influence you in bad ways especially you know obviously the whole big ordeal of you know drugs don't do them they're bad um, but emotionally as well, like when, you know, you could, you could be having like a killer day, you're super excited, having a good time and somebody does something that you don't like and it just ruins your whole mood. Don't just, I just, it, it sounds easy, but it it's not <laughs> like I, I struggle with it quite, quite a bit. Um, I will have a fantastic day and then the, the moment I see somebody just pissing me off doing something that I've told them not to do a hundred thousand times and they still go off and do it. Um, it irritates me and then just ruins my day. But you just got to be able to, I, how do I explain it without sounding like an asshole? Um, I can't, I don't want to say thick skin because it's fucking say it. <laughs> Bro, we're out here trying it, to no, function. Other people trying to function too, man. <laughs> I ain't shooting yeah. cold and shit out here. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, for lack of, you know, a better word, uh, just get a little bit thicker skin. I mean, don't be it, a pussy. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what you wanted to say. That that's it right there. Well, man. You know, sticks know. and stones I, may break uh, my bones, man, but words may never hurt me. The biggest you know, thing that you know, I I'll even tell it to a lot of people, and it's it sounds stupid, but dbab. Don't what, be a bitch. Oh, dbab. I was like, what did you say? <laughs> dbab. Don't Is that be English? A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's funny to me because you know my my brother in law he he if you call him a bitch he will throw hands with you, on site like. Straight up, I know <laughs> people else, like that too. Like, we'll just throw hands because he was always raised. You know, you're not a bitch, so yeah. don't don't let somebody call you that, or don't let somebody like ruin your day. So, and I mean, shit, he's been a big influence on me for sure. Like he's always upbeat, you know, trying to you know put you know the good things forward and not focusing on you know finances or you know the little things that I, I say little as for finances because you know I I'm not a big fan of the whole money thing. You know it it sucks, but it is what it is. You know you gotta make money to live nowadays, which sucks. 
wish you could go back, you know, to trading some apples for a horse or some shit. Yeah, back to the barter days, <laughs> right? Exactly. Hey, you let me stay in this house and I'll smoke you out with this weed I grow. How about that? <laughs> that sounds like a good trade to me. I mean, don't do drugs. It, yeah, uh, don't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm just growing and offering a trade for free housing. So technically, I'm not doing drugs. But, you know, but like, I think what, what you're talking about, <laughs> Travis, also falls into, you know, like our previous episode about optimism and pessimism. You know, so if you're a pessimist and you're just, you know, you got this negative gloom over you the whole time. Like, yeah, somebody could do something and it could piss you off, you know, and completely ruin your day. But if you can find that silver lining, there's a silver lining in everything, man. We said it, you know, so you really you really got to just kind of be observant, you know, take take a step back, breathe, look at the whole situation from the outside, you know. A hundred percent. I deal with that every day. Like there's a lot of times where you know I'll be I'll be working on cars and shit, and then all of a sudden the the customer wants like another thirty different fucking things. But like, I I get it, you know they want to take care of their vehicle, and I'm just irritated because I don't want to do all the work. <laughs> but you know it's you gotta understand you know where people are coming from, you know the different or the different um perspectives. Like a lot of things are definitely perspective based for when it comes to influencing. And I always try to influence people to be their better selves and, you know, to put their best foot forward at all times. You know, they could be struggling and, you know, they can go with the whole, oh, poor me, poor me this, poor me that. Like, I don't like that. I refuse to listen to people that do that shit because I live with it, grew up with it realize it's stupid and get out of my life kind of thing um and i've cut off a lot of people that did that and my life has been 10 times better and i mean shit you've got your struggles and i got mine but i mean shit we're here together we're still pushing forward we're still optimistic as fuck and i mean hell it's fucking three o'clock in the morning and we're still doing this podcast you know we're happy to be here you know happy to Things are working out for the better. Yeah, you know, sometimes things don't work out as well as you would hope, but you got to make things, make the good out of what you do have because, you know, life's not forever. No, it's not. Um, you know, and that, that, that makes me glad, you know, that I do have a homie like you because through this whole time that I lost internet and I wasn't able to do the server slam, Granted, I've been able to play now, um, but, you know, that whole 24, 30, whatever, 40 hours it was that I wasn't, you kind of helped me find that silver lining, you know, and helped me make make it, you know, not as negative for me, you know, so you even helped me out by, you know, hopping on my account and in case I wasn't able to play, so that was super clutch of you, you know, and if I didn't meet you, if I hadn't have networked with you, we wouldn't have become homies like this. You know, so you never know who you're going to meet, you know, when you're making these connections, when you're networking with other people, you could meet somebody that's going to be a lifelong friend. You know, you could meet somebody that is actually going to have a meaningful, impactful relationship with you. You know, and I'm not saying it's got to be like, a you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, but even just homie to homie, like, 
having somebody there to have your back, like actually have your back feels good. You know, knowing that you're not alone, even if you have a significant other, obviously you're not alone. But, you know, like if you and your significant other get into like a little spout, you know, like then you feel alone, you know, so it really sucks. I'm glad that I got a homie like you, you know, she's got she's got friends that, you know, she can turn to also. So I'm glad for that, you know, but when it comes to, you know, using your reach and your influence for like marketing a business, bro, like social media, you know, like YouTube, she could make like YouTube demos and put them up, you know, and people are always going to fucking watch YouTube, you know, YouTube videos don't get taken down. They don't get you know, like deleted after 14 days or whatever, like a VOD. So, you know, there's there's plenty of outlets, like I said before, uh, that you can use to implement them into your business. And, you know, it doesn't even need to be you selling stuff. You know, if you're a gamer or streamer, you, you got to treat that like a business. You know, me running my NFT project, I treat it like a business. Well, it, technically it is a business because I sell merch and hot sauce and stuff too. But, you know, everything that you're doing online, if you're not... How do I put this? You know, like obviously people have personal accounts where they shit post, they meme or whatever. Um, you know, sometimes they post meaningful stuff. And if you're trying to be a gamer or a streamer, I think you need to have two accounts. I think you need to have a personal account if you want to do that. And I think you need to have a business account because if you're trying to do something in this world that involves having reach and influence, if you want to have reach and influence, you obviously are probably somebody that has a business or wants to run a business or is trying to do something business related, you know, and so reach and influence it, you know, what you said earlier, it, it's not going to happen right away for people. It's, it's a growth. It's a process, you know, and the more you're adamant about it the more you're trying to grow and network and show that you're trying to do something people are going to see it people are going to want to vibe with you and people are going to want to grow with you you know other people are going to have the same goals and the same visions and they're going to fucking they're going to ride with you you know like me and you met being gamers and streamers and we had the same vision of wanting to make it but then we kind of saw that you know it's probably not going to happen so we decided, you know, why don't we do a podcast? We can talk about shit that we like to talk about, get it out there. Maybe people want to hear that I used to be a motivational speaker. So I definitely can talk about some topics that, you know, aren't really talked about by people. You know, I I like being the voice of the unspoken. You know, some people are afraid to say something and I'm not afraid to say it. You know, that's kind of who I am. Back to what I was saying earlier you know, like that's probably why my circle isn't so big because of how I am. But I'm so strong in my convictions. That's why my influence is strong. I might not have the biggest reach, but I've got a pretty strong influence. You know, like <clears throat> I got sponsored by Ulti. You've spent what, like $200 on Ulti? You know, and I've, um, like that. yeah, dude. And <laughs> I, I think I've spent like $30, you know, so I mean, when it comes to when it comes to influence, it's all in, you know, dude, don't don't be a shitty person. You know, like don't be promoting scams. You know, like don't be promoting uh, you know, like hacks or, you know, like illegit things. Otherwise people are gonna give you a negative connotation and you're gonna fall under like a shit fluencer. I call these Twitter influencers shit fluencers, you know, because all they do is 
they talk about these meme coins that is the next big flip and you know you got to buy in now and you buy in and then you lose your money and it's like nfts are a scam crypto's a scam and it's like there's scams everywhere you know like somebody was trying to sell these fucking contact lenses that i guess saw taylor swift's fucking live performance or something and they're selling the contact lenses for ten thousand dollars like what are you even talking about bro they're contact lenses they don't retain imagery you know but somebody out there's dumb enough to believe it i'm sure you know so there's scams everywhere you know and if you're promoting these scams you're going to get a negative connotation so that's why i say you know be authentic you know like don't be a brand whore you know like just be real you know if i if i get approached by a gaming chair company for a sponsorship i'm going to say no because i'm already sponsored by a gaming chair company that i love shout out to technosport you know but there's and so... I bought one, and they're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've had mine for a few years now. You know, my wife has one. I've got a few friends that have bought Technosport chairs through my code because of my influence. You know, and I've been partnered, actually partnered with Technosport for probably like five years now. You know, I've gotten two free gamer chairs from them. I've gotten a free desk. You know, free shirt, hat, sweatshirt, swag bag, like all this stuff. You know, and I'm almost there at the, the red carpet level. And the red carpet level means they fly me out to some event, all expenses paid, you know, as part of the Technosport ambassadors. And that's super cool. I think you need like $6,000 in sales for them or whatever. And I'm almost there, bro. So, I mean, they're a legit company. You know, and I did my research on them. They donate to charity. It's American-made parts. You get warranty on the parts and hardware. So I, I thought it was solid and went with them, you know, and because of me constantly talking about Technosport and when they do their promotions and I post their promotions too, people buy it, you know, because it's good. You see gamer chairs out there all the time, you know, but why am I going to buy a Technosport chair over this other chair? Why am I going to buy a Technosport chair at $250 when I can go get a $100 one at Walmart? Um, well, because the ones at Walmart aren't made in America. They're highly, massively manufactured in China and then shipped over, and you don't have warranty on parts and all of this stuff. you know. But me being the influencer that I am, I like to consider myself a social media influencer because I do have that influence. You know, I go, hey, Technosport's American made. They donate 3% to charity, you know, like all of this shit. And I can give you information that isn't, you know, just out there all the time. And when somebody looks at two chairs, they might be around the same price, but what's going to get that sale is that information. You know, if I can give you that information, if I go, hey, I got a Technosport chair, I love this thing, you know, and what are you going to do? You're going to take my word for it or are you going to go get some random chair that, you know, doesn't have any reviews on it, you know, that your friend isn't using? You know, are you going to listen to your friend or are you going to go get a random chair? You're probably going to listen to your friend. Fuck, I need some water and something to eat. So I'm going I'm to kind of rewind a little bit back towards, like, the influence and the niche and yeah, yeah, yeah. social media and stuff. I'd have to say, I'd definitely say, you know, it kind of, goes along with you know real life as well you know you don't want to be that shitty person that makes up shit or someone that just you know constantly talks shit on people or about you know could be products for all that matters uh 
Like I always talk highly about that about whatever I do talk about. You know, I don't the biggest thing is like like what I grew up with is, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Big facts. I guess, you know, I, I do I I'll be honest, like I do talk shit about people, but I'm not gonna say something that I'm not gonna say to their face. You know. I don't I'm not I don't like to hide shit. It, it's stupid because, you know, if you do hide shit and then, you know, somebody finds out, then you're you just dug yourself even deeper into the hole you already created. And I mean, I like, like you were saying, you know, you don't have a big circle. Like I, I don't have a big circle. I got, a, I got a lot of acquaintances, but I can't really call many of them friends, you know? Uh, but I do have a, a lot of people that you know that I haven't talked to in years, but then they'll just hit me up and be like, "Hey, you know, can I get some advice on you know this situation?" It's like, from what perspective? And you know, I'll, I'll give you know different perspectives on shit, just about anything that I can, honestly. And if I don't understand, if I don't know something, then I'll do some research and I'll let them know. Like I'll if. It goes along with pretty much anything, like especially if you're, you're you know you're trying to get into like some kind of management spot. Like, don't just tell somebody like, "Oh yeah, I don't know, figure it out." Like, well, you're trying to be that leader, so you should show you know that you're trying to lead by you know figuring out those whatever that question was. And from what I've seen and the people that you know I've put that I put myself around that they figure things out and they've influenced me to take that foot step that te- the, the that step forward and you know be that bigger person be that be someone that you know anybody can come to for any kind of question yes it gets overwhelming at times but at the end of the day you know it's it's worth it you know i got people a lot of people that have my back and i'm right there with each and every single one of them and you know you got to weed out the people that use you for whatever and become that bigger person and you're just like i mean it sucks and you know there's there's a lot of times where you know you got to cut people off that you've known for a while and it'll hurt for sure but then you then you'll realize you know was it a good move? Was it a bad move? Like, how like, am I going to be less influential? I mean, to certain people, maybe. But you got to be able to, you know, kind of going back to that optimism and pessimism uh, episode. You know, we talked about that. I could go on for fucking many more episodes about, you know, the reasons and the the difference between the two and going with kind of moving it towards you know influence and reach you get you know reach out to people that you feel that are trustworthy to help influence you in a better way instead of you know the whole peer pressure bullshit Yeah, you know, one thing I wanted to interject on was what you were saying, you know, people using you. Um, This happens a lot with me. You know, I spend a lot of time in Web3 on crypto Twitter and in these Twitter spaces. And 
<clears throat> one thing that happens is what's called these mega spaces. And a mega space will be, you know, a host and a co-host, usually like a couple project leaders, you know, running this Twitter space where they invite other project founders to come up and talk about their project, maybe run a giveaway. And everybody in the space listens to them, you know, gets involved in the giveaways, maybe, you know, gets involved with the projects. But from my experience, you know, like I've been in mega spaces where there's been like 300, 500 people in the Twitter space. I'll talk about my project, you know, and people will give me good feedback. And after I'm done, not one person joins the Discord, not one person mints an NFT. And I'm like, are you guys just like lying to me to make me feel good on stage or something? You know, like I don't, <clears throat> I don't like, I don't like being lied to. I don't like when people are being fake to me. I would rather you be straight up and upfront to me, you know? And so I'll get messages where they'll be like, hey, we'd love to have you on our mega space. You know, like we can send you the template. Just let us know what day. And I'm like, no, thanks. You know, really not interested because now it's becoming a copy and paste message where these hosts and co-hosts are using you and your giveaway to bring listeners into their Twitter space because they're the ones that get the exposure. Everybody wants to follow the host and the co-host and all of the speakers make sure that the listeners follow the host and the co-host. And that's like a known rule. You know, and so it's like if I go up to a mega space and you know, I, I give away one of my NFTs or I give away some money or something and nobody joins the Discord or participates or gets involved in my community, then I'm I'm losing every single time I do that. You know, and these people are using me for my influence and my reach to grow their own, you know, and this, this is what I call fake support, fake networking. You know, I don't want people to be fake with me. I want authenticity, you know, and so I actually build established, you know, I established legit relationships with people in DMs, you know, somebody came up to me and they're like, Hey, we want to, you know, put our logo on your hot sauce, blah, blah, blah. How do we do it? You know, like, can we give a discount to our community? How does that work? You know, and that kind of stuff, I love working with people that want to get involved like that. You know, don't be like, hey, you know, uh, I'd really love for, to have you on our mega space, blah, blah, blah. It's a copy and pasted message. You obviously don't, you, you wouldn't love to have me. You would love to have anybody that wants to get involved because it helps you. That's what it is. You know, so you really have to look out for people that are using you and people that are being authentic with you. You know, and you might deal with people screwing you over and being fake to you throughout your process trying to figure shit out, but it's a process, you know, and the more you go through it, the more you're going to learn, the stronger you're going to be from it, for sure. That's pretty much all I have, though. You know, differences between reach and influence, how are you going to integrate the two for a successful marketing strategy, uh, growth. You know, growth on social media, maybe if you're, you know, using it for your business. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can always reach out to um, find me on Twitter at Coke Smush. You can find Travis on there at Rain of Waffles. I usually put our social links below, um, like in the description of the podcast episode. So if you're looking for those, they'll be in the description. Take it away, Travis. Yeah, I mean, I'm. that's pretty much all I really have. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I mean it's definitely the two I would have to say definitely correlate with each other between whether it's you know just real life scenarios or something you know that you're trying to build a market or 
streaming or whatever. Right, business or personal. Yeah, that. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I mean, if if anybody's got questions, you know, we got that Q and A below the podcast. We got our social medias. I'm I've I've got my phone with me twenty four seven. As do you. You know, uh, feel free to reach out. Post on the uh, Q and A or whatever wherever on the podcast, and let us know. We'll get back as you know, as soon as we see it. Definitely. And uh, like I said before, I don't know if you guys heard this when I said it before, but if you do have a topic or topics that you would like me and Travis to talk about, or maybe you want to get interviewed on our podcast, we can bring you on for an episode and you can talk about, you know, your your point of view on it. We can give our points of view on it. We can go back and forth for an hour. So if you want to do that, reach out to us. We'll get involved. If you guys like what you hear, please share it out with your friends. You know, we're trying to grow this into something and you know, maybe we can turn it into something pretty crazy. You know, I got all the time in the world to make it happen. You know, my wife's super supportive. My kid is going to love it. You know, he plays video games, but, you know, he's 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 a little he's a little me, you know, so video games, podcasts, you know, <laughs> he's he's going to be into he's going to be into all that stuff for sure. He hears he hears my my voice, you know, and my wife listens to the podcast back and he thinks I'm in the room with him talking, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, um, we got uh, 50 minutes on this on this episode. You know, it's two o'clock for me, three o'clock for Travis. So it's not gonna be our usual hour, but I do appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you, Travis, so much for staying up and doing this with me. Um, you know, waiting until my internet came back, I was really scared that we weren't gonna be able to do this episode. So I'm glad that you know it came through and fixed itself. Yeah, I mean, we would have we would have figured out some kind of way to get it done for sure. Yeah, I'm joining on my phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm going to let you get some sleep, man. I won't keep you up anymore. I'm gonna crawl in bed myself after I get this uploaded for the people. If you're listening to this, thank you, appreciate it. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Wherever you are in the world, I appreciate you. Trying to function, episode four. Thanks for listening to Trying to Function. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you on the flip side.